Welcome to All My Hexes. This week we've got something a little special for y'all. We are playing a game by Joel Sparks called Cats of Cat-Thulu. We've all created cats that are basically our guardians to protect us from the other realm and the creatures that lurk within it. One thing to note is that Jasmine will not be here for this podcast. She was not feeling well when we recorded it. I'll tell you about Cats of Cat-Thulu real quick. It's a tiny little PDF that you can buy on RPG drive-through. And it's only like 41 pages, but it has everything you need to get started making your own adventures. It's very easily kid-friendly if you're trying to get kids into like a not-too-spooky horror story and play as cats. So that's super cool, too. It's a 2D6 primarily system, and each cat has basically a, a class, which they call roles, and are good at doing different things in a cat-like way. So real quick, we're just going to go around and meet everybody's cats. So let's start with you, Nav. Tell me about your cats. Hey, everybody. This is Nav. Uh, so kind of uh, excited and terrified to play this game. So let's see how <laughs> this goes. Uh, my cat, his name is Ferris. And uh, the role I chose for Ferris is the cat crobat. I've decided that Ferris's background is he was a stunt cat in the uh, budding movie uh, industry here in 1930s, I believe is the setting. Yep, 1930s. He is a, a stunt cat. And so he's accustomed to all of the acrobatics and all of the kind of the dangerous stuff that's involved in making movies. So he's going to be pretty quick to act. And uh, he, he always goes first. So he is, um, he's pretty bold and daring. He is a purebred. I, I envision him as all black, uh, very short hair, although all four of his paws are white. So because of this and because of his movie background, Ferris also fancies himself to be an artist. So he's parlaying his stunt skills into, into a painting and he loves to paint. So a blank canvas is very exciting to him as well. Okay. But that's Ferris. All right, Ferris. Excellent. And Ty, how about you? Hi, it's Ty here. And uh, I'm going to be playing Gadget, the two-footologist, basically someone who studies the inferior servants known as humankind and all of their uh, respective cool things. So he is obsessed with levers and strings and pulleys and buttons and anything that can be used to um, do something that he's not used to. So phonographs are very much going to be one of his favorite toys. I was going to say DVD player, but that is definitely <laughs> not 1930s. Um, <laughs> but yeah, any, anything that is a device, he is super interested in it. And he is a brown tabby. Nice. And his name is Gadget. Gadget. All right. And Sarah, let's let's Hello. hear about your cat. I will be playing Batkins. She is a tiger dreamer is her class, uh, which basically means that she has visions and has like a, a little bit of a closer connection to beyond the veil. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Her background is underground prophet. So basically she's the doomsday cat yelling on the corner <laughs> about the end of cat manity. That's not a thing. <laughs> yelling about the cataclysm. The cataclysm. Yeah, we decided it's the cataclysm. Um, it, and uh, I, I would love to make her like a sphinx cat, but I think that's wildly impractical. 
I mean, she would die. <laughs> this is this is an RPG where you are playing cats that are going to fight elder gods. So I think that wildly impractical is totally fine. Uh, I am totally cool with a naked cat, a sphinx cat. Yeah, faux show. Sweet, yeah. nice. <laughs> so she's a naked cat that somehow got loose when she was very young, and now she lives on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even think Sphinx cats existed back then. <laughs> I, well, that's what I'm like. I also like the idea of her finding like a child sweater and wearing that around or something. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Or, or you beat up a Yorkie and just took it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This is going to be great. Okay. So the podcast starts right. Meow. <laughs> so mad already. <laughs> I okay. loved the pause. Oh, oh. oh yes. <laughs> Something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be It's a cold November morning. Ferris and Gadget, you live in a medium-sized mansion to the north of the tiny town of Leeds. The mansion that you both inhabit is right on the edge of town. And you, Batkins, yeah. you are in charge of the feral cat population of Leeds. Yep. How do you start your day, Gadget and Ferris? Well, uh, I do my normal thing of uh, flushing the toilet about 12 times before somebody stops me from doing that. And then I move on to uh, hitting the arm off the record player and putting it back on again. Fantastic. So every time you do this, either the one called butler or the one called maid tries to intercede. But they are far better than the one called cook. She has no tolerance for you. <laughs> Especially near her fire objects. How about you, Ferris? Right, so... Uh... We always start our day the same way. We've got to hydrate, first of all, and then we've got to stretch out and get loose, right? Because we're going to be doing some acrobatics and stunts during the day, so some catasthenics is probably what we're going to be doing. <laughs> yes! <sighs> I'm already so glad we picked this one. Okay, yeah, so... Our pine claws are out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm feline in it. Oh, God. Oh. Sarah looks like, looks like. Like a pissed off cat. She does. She looks, she looks like a wet, naked cat. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a look that only that type of cat can pull off. You know, off that's and, my aesthetic, so I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're running around doing your catasthetics working out working out and um <laughs> you you see the maid making her way the one known as maid making her way upstairs with a tray 
to the one called Mistress for breakfast. Why don't you do an easy roll for me, Ferris? So on an easy roll in this game, you get to roll 2d6. And if you're using d6 instead of the special cat dice, a one and two is a failure. A three to six is a success. And you only need one success on an easy challenge to succeed at what you're doing. Okay. So here we go. Two dice looking for threes. Yeah. Got a six and a three. Nice. Okay. So that's such a great roll. Why don't you tell me what it looks like, what you're doing? Uh, well, what exactly did I, what was the challenge? Oh, your catasthetics. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, tell me what amazing sick moves you're doing. So, uh, well, there's, there's a upper body workout, which is basically going up and down the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and other than that, uh, I would say um, there's a loosening of the tongue. So we're doing some really long extended tongue exercises where we're just licking and licking, licking a, a full body. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You got to get clean. Yeah. So yeah. that's it's really to After that exercise workout. the jaws and the and the tongue muscles. But yeah, that's that's essentially what he's doing. It. Okay. Cool. Are you doing Are you doing the back the back stretch where you stick your butt in the oh, human's face? Well, yeah, abs- Because that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say there's there's probably some uh, some yoga poses in here as yoga thing. In the, uh, <laughs> sure, why not? Sure. So he's maybe he's not actually, in England, but not in England, but who cares? <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, we're, we're doing we're doing um, downward cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. On the on the mm-hmm. bed of the the mistress or the master, or um, they do have the dreaded toddler. Oh yeah, the little miniature two footer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where where are we doing the downward cat? He's doing downward cat right in front of the little one's crib and okay. making sure that he's sticking his butt right in that good, direction. Good call. And Gadget, so you're downstairs, right? Yeah. Messing with the phonograph? Mm-hmm. Okay. And all of a sudden, you hear a scream from upstairs and a clatter and the sound of breaking food containers. Just start to jump out of my skin and just kind of like look around frantically. Is it coming from upstairs? Yes. I'm kind of like look around the post and just kind of scamper upstairs. Okay. And see what's going on. So you make your way up the stairs and you see the one called Maid is lying on her back with foam coming out of her mouth. Why don't you roll me a. Oh, you're a. You're a two-foot-ologist, so this would be a normal check. So on a normal check, you again roll 2d6, and if you get one success, it's a partial success, and if you get two, full success. Oh, double fail. Oh, my God. Mm. So what happens instead of you looking around and figuring out what's happened to the maid? Is she dead? I don't know. You don't know. You don't care. Oh no, no, no. The, the only reason why I, I Oh, do you do you scuttle this? Do you like put your ear up to her foot to look listen for a heartbeat? Oh, I'm just trying to see <laughs> Scuttle so, from the Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I I'm either gonna just see if she's just warm enough to where I can just like curl up on. Awesome. <laughs> and just like, oh, she's now a pillow. Okay, great. Cool. So 
so you I mean, sit. There's food everywhere too. Right? Yeah, you sit on her chest oh, and, oh, and some. Food? Yeah, and there's some cream. Oh, give me that. Yeah, <laughs> all over that cream that's spilled all over the place for breakfast for oh, the yeah. morning. The Could morning. Not care less. Yeah. Her well being. Just yeah. Give me, give me the stuff that she dropped. Excellent. Yeah, so she's just laying there. You also heard the sound, Ferris. Yeah, so so Ferris is going to um, scamper up the stairs. Of course, he's going to ri- he's going to go up on the banister. Matter of a couple leaps and bounds, he's up there and into the room, and uh, sees the food all over the floor. Sees uh, his gadget just kind of curled up, and um, I think he's going to go and and uh, carefully sniff near. Did you say like foam? She's like yeah. foam in the mouth. He's going to go and just take a sniff over there and see what's going on. Okay, cool. Why don't you roll me a normal check? Normal check. Here we go. Six and a five. All right. So when you approach and smell made, the smell that's coming off of her is almost sickly. And in fact, it reminds you of when you were a very young cat and you yourself were, were quite ill and they took you to the torturer with the sharp sticks and the irreverent thermometer. And <laughs> you are very aware that she is not well. And as you're looking around her body, you see what looks to be a large, probably five inches long, well, four inches long, green wasp, dead, crushed underneath her. Hey, Ferris. Ferris is going to turn to Gadget, and he's going to pounce on Gadget and knock him over. And What the hell, man? Watch out, mate. This, this is danger here. Danger. I smell it. Watch what out. You need to check out all this food right here. Look, he's got a wasp right next to her. It could be others. I'm trying to save your life, mate. Oh. You, you mean the spicy sky raisin? No. No, you idiot. Look. Over there. Next to her. You see? It's a bug. Uh, oh. Yeah. You know, spicy sky raisin. It's a big one, though. You've oh. never seen a spicy sky raisin this big. Oh, that's a... Wow. So the noise of you two in the hallway is enough to draw out Mistress, who then begins to scream for help. Meanwhile, downstairs. (laughs) Batkins, you have brought your cult for the daily tuna from heaven that is spread out by the one known as girl, the child, the kitten of the one known as maid. She always feeds the faithful. And... (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hard to do this with a straight face. (laughs) (laughs) So um, your your followers have gathered around you, you being a a prophet. And um, I'm going to say, I mean, how many followers do you think you have? Roll 2d6. Three. Three. <laughs> okay, so, so you, have, you have three followers. We're going to say one is Scruffy Nick. Okay. The other is Mangy Carl. Sure. And the third one is Bubbles. And... <laughs> it's really Mr. fucking kitty cat right there. <laughs> Can we do their voices? <laughs> we might. It may happen. <laughs> um, and they are behind you because you, as the prophet, get to eat first as girl is spreading out the leftover chicken from the night before for you. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? I would like to eat the chicken. Okay. Are you <laughs> going to take it all or are you going to share no, scraps? I'll share. I'll share. 
I'll share more than that. I mean, if there's anything that backends like really understands, it's that if you like you catch more cats with chicken. That's true. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as as you are as you and your followers are beginning to feed, you notice something creeping into the yard. And it appears to be a corgi. <gasps> One of the dreaded McDonald corgis from down the road. All four of them are notorious for getting loose. And this particular one, we'll name him Prince, is their lookout. And he has spotted the chicken. What are you going to do? Um, how far away is Prince? He's right across the yard. So it'll take him about, I mean, he can run to you. He can run to you pretty quickly. Okay. Sorry. Hang on. Let me find, you know, my Southern cat in England. <laughs> um, Would um, you like me to, to, to give you a, do you need to hear it? Yeah. My stars and garters. <laughs> the apocalypse is upon us. The end is near. Come with me, my children. Pray to the great Cthulhu. How's that? Yeah. I'm let you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, it's like hackles up for sure. Okay. So wrinkles up really. And, and you actually don't have to find a voice because girl is there. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when humans are present, cats cannot speak. So you are going to have to make cat noises okay. to let me know. And describe your movements yeah. to let me know what's happening. Okay, so she gets real low to the ground, ears flat back, eyes narrowed. <laughs> the corgi sits up for a moment, but being far more stupid than it is... Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> adorable, yes. Far more stupid than it is adorable. It lowers its little ears. And it makes its way with its waddling bottom in the air towards you. <laughs> so now we are going to have a scrap. Okay, so the way that fighting works in this is that each fighter rolls two d6, basically. Non-cats, which is what I will be rolling for, Count a sad cat result as a success and a happy cat as a failure. So I have the exact opposite. However, a non-cat with pointy teeth or violent ways gets one automatic success. So because dogs have pointy teeth, I start with one success. Also probably at least three times as big as me. Well, it is. But, you know, when does that stop most cats when when it goes for food? So, all right. So let's do this. I finally get a roll dice, guys. This is so cool. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, I rolled a two and a four. So for me, as the dog, as Prince, that is two successes because I get one automatic success. I rolled snake eyes. (gasps) Oh, this is awesome. Okay, so on snake eyes, you tell me what horrible catastrophic thing happens. Mm -hmm. And then you two, as players, get to add to it. And then I put the cherry on top of the shit Sunday. Mm. And if you do a really great description, you might get a treat as a reward from me. Mm, okay. The cat herder. 
Um, all I can think of right now is that one time there was a stray cat at our house and we were trying to give her water and she got too excited and flipped the Tupperware over on herself while we were putting it down. And I'm figuring that's probably, so like girl has gone inside, girl comes back outside with, with water or additional food. Uh, one of the followers is like amped and like stretches up to get it. And just, just one tiny paw on the edge of the bowl and the whole thing flips over. Mess everywhere. Shattered porcelain. It's horrendous. Okay. What do you guys want to add? I would say that the noise of the shattered porcelain startles the other cats. And they start running around and cause girl to trip. Oh, nice. And then I will say that the ruckus causes Prince's older brother Budgie to show up. Yes. So I will add in. That it also alerts Cook, who does not care for cats, especially strays. So, we'll put it all together. As you, as you pull, pull uh, this, this attempt to scare this tiny corgi, <laughs> the girl comes outside with some water. And in her fear of the dog, Bubbles climbs up the girl, knocking over the water, down onto the other cats, who then let out a horrible yowling screech, and your disciples abandon you. And in the ruckus, up comes Budgie, the backup corgi. (laughs) He's much bigger than his brother. And dumber. And dumber. Yes, why not? And behind the girl comes Molly! Are you feeding those cats again? Stop feeding the cats! Get in here! Mangy animals, they spread disease! And so the girl grabs up the rest of the scraps and runs inside. Mm -hmm. As you, unfortunately, get bit by the dog as you try to escape. So you are going to take... Oh, and I will give you a treat, though, for excellent storytelling. And you can spend that treat if you want to not take damage not take damage basically yeah because the dog's gonna try to hurt you um yeah i'll do that so you would get an injury and then you can just spend the treat back and your injury is healed as you disappear into the gardens that surround the mansion you hear the sound of a crash and a scream from inside the house and then the strange yowling of the spoiled uninitiated within (laughs) What you like to do? I think there's probably like a pretty reliable way that she normally gets in the house to get additional scraps. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is probably the toddler she steals her clothes from. You're going to have to take me through that. <laughs> she, she was wearing like baby stuff, right? The toddler is big now, but at some point. Oh, because she's a naked cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So she's a naked cat. She's wearing baby clothing yeah. that she stole from the toddler. Right. I'm with you now. Okay, yeah. So she knows how to get like up a trellis and, and in through the drafty window that will... It's on, you know, the hingy ones that don't open all the way. Yes. You just push that sucker open and squeeze on in there. Okay, cool. So why don't you give me a normal roll for that feat? Uh, it's a partial. Okay. So you're able to get in. Um, I'm going to say that you are not undetected. Okay. Yes, so as you, as you go through the door, the window, <laughs> and you scramble inside, and there, awake, is the t- 
toddler. And here there should be music. Dun, dun, dun! (laughs) (laughs) Baseball. (laughs) So, you're going to have to roll to escape from the toddler. Oh, geez, okay. Otherwise, you might be wearing new clothing. Yeah. That's also a partial. Okay, so you go scrambling towards the exit. And the toddler's not quite able to get you, but it does slam the door, trapping you in the room as you scramble up one of the bookcases. Yep. Toddler below, crying and jumping at you. I think we'll leave you there. Back out on the landing, the mistress calls out for help. Oh, Jenkins, Jenkins, something terrible has happened to Mary. Jenkins, come in here, quickly, quickly, Jenkins. And the butler begins to make his way up the stairs. You both know the butler. He will have little patience for your shenanigans. Uh, Did you say we're on the landing? Yeah, y'all are on the landing. The maid basically collapsed on the landing. Mm -hmm. All the food and everything is on her. So you can decide, are you going to try to get the two foots to do the right thing by pointing out, you know, what's happened? Because you did see this bug thing. Right, right. They're pretty stupid without you. We don't like butler, though. You don't like butler, but you do like mistress, and she's there. What else is in the landing? Like You tell me. Oh. Yeah, just make it up. If there's something that you think would be on the landing that you could use in a way that you know, would be interesting to the story. Do it. There's a, there's a, a, a small table at the top of the landing. And mm-hmm. then there's also the, the heater mm-hmm. with the big oh. pipes kind of sticking out. And I'm just thinking we might want to try to hide and uh, see how this interacts between the two foot. Uh, sh- sh- shouldn't we make the, the bug more obvious? Yeah, just, just, yeah. just make it so, so they can see the, the stupid. Okay. Thing. Remember you can't there's, use there's, words. There's, there's, there's two oh, foot. There's two foot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can't talk. Can't talk. So, Instead of, mm. instead of telling me that you're going right. to hide or whatever, you tell me what your cat does. Each right. of you, and you can't, you can't communicate to each other except for... Uh, Gadget's just going to nose the wasp-looking thing in a little bit more obvious spot, and he's just going to just bolt off in another direction. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's, let's make a normal roll to see if you can get your two-foot mistress to notice this a partial success okay mistress looks over and she goes oh what a disgusting bug oh gadget what have you been doing so she notices it but she doesn't connect it to maid and you've bolted what is ferris doing yikes i was gonna try to get ferris to maybe uh Rub her legs and get her attention to bring her down closer to the bug. You could do that. Let's try that. Okay. So you go up. Uh, Ferris goes up and starts rubbing on her legs to try to get her to come down to the bug. and okay. asking her to come down and give, give him some pet. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and roll a normal roll? Normal. Hey, it's a partial success. No, it's a full success. A full success. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay, so she comes down and she says, Oh, Ferris, poor baby, I know you're so terrified, so scared. And she sees the stinger because she's come closer and you've manipulated her to do so. She sees the stinger embedded in maid. And she says, Jenkins, Jenkins, you must call the doctor right away. Good job. (laughs) Back to the toddler room. Uh, He gets a treat for... Oh, yeah. Human stuff, right? You do get a treat for human stuff. Standing. Got your back. And you did actually um, get the human to interact with you, so I'll give you a treat, too. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> so treats can be spent yeah. to either re-roll your dice or to heal yourself. And you can have a maximum of three treats at a time. And you get them back by making people like you or by doing awesome role-playing stuff. Back in the dreaded room of Toddler. Yes. Sticky hands reach up towards you, Batkins. And it cries out, Kaye! Kaye! How are you going to get out? <laughs> the door is closed, is it not? True. You would know the cats that live in this place if you've been here before. And I did hear them yep. and their commotion. Yeah, I think it's going to be like very like, <laughs> it's the same meow yeah, as before. <laughs> Ferris's <laughs> <laughs> ears go <laughs> straight up. Gadget's, okay. Gadget's nearby that area now since he went down the hall. Hey, folks, Rock and Ricky Latrell here. Thanks for listening to all my hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H E X T Podcast. Or email cast at hexedpodcast.com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier Gamma award winning game and hobby store. And folks, from the moment you walk in the door, you'll see this is no ordinary gaming store. Nightwatch is beautifully designed to resemble a medieval banquet hall. You'll see exposed wood beams on the ceilings, hand carved shelves, armor and banners on the walls. And there's tons of gaming space on the main floor with a huge library stocked with all the hottest games for you to try out for free. Nightwatch also has private rooms, including a Death Star themed room for you sci-fi fans, loaded with the latest tech, lighting, sound effects, and terrain to take your RPG or tabletop game to a whole other level. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Fair costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. All right, so you both hear this, this meowing, and Gadget, you're right down the hallway. So, are you going to open the door? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Arthur's favorite. Excellent. So, this, because you are a two-footologist, would be an easy check for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Doors are my favorite. (laughs) I love doors. (laughs) They're only second to photographs. (laughs) And toilets. Oh, toilets. Uh, that, yeah, only one is needed, right? So that's... Yeah. All right. It's one of the, one of the easy latch doors and you just kind of jump up, pop the door and you are given an out. Oh yeah. We scamper. Okay. So you scamper. And why don't we get some rolls to hide? Sure. Uh, partial success. That's... Okay. Also partial for me. A two and a four. Okay. Okay. So if I give up a treat, would I be able to re-roll? Yes, you would. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Get a maximum of. You can re-roll both of them. Oh, I have to re-roll. Oh, it's not mm-hmm. like Yahtzee. You can't keep the one that was good. No, it's not okay, like Yahtzee. Still. But you still got a full success. Sweet. You know every corner and the best ways to escape the toddler. So you book it and you head down into the kitchen and you hide underneath the stove, knowing the toddler is not allowed in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Batkins. Yeah. You make a run for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> down the stairs, running past the mistress, running past the. Like an obstacle course, the last rung on the course of the butler who's making his way to make the call. And you are able to get past the toddler, but you are not able to get past butler, who picks you up and says, Oh, these cats are everywhere. 
and tosses you. <gasps> Rude. <laughs> you land on your feet. No damage. Tosses you into the kitchen. Oh, okay. And you all hear the butler calling Doctor. <gasps> you two remember Doctor. It was the name of that sadist with the pointy sticks. What would you like to do? Oh, man. I mean, Batkins is sliding all the way across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and she has zero friction going on. All right. So Batkins slides all the way across the floor. That's pretty good. And she has to do like a hockey stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> and you land among the, the plucked chickens and no one can tell the difference because you're a naked cat. <laughs> This is a good scenario for me. I still get breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and you start to feed. Oh, yeah. Yes. The sweater on a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's a naked cat. <laughs> okay, so what do you two want to do? You know what doctor is. Guess we got to get ready. Let's make his life miserable. Yeah. You put something up my butt last time. It was not okay, man. It was not okay. Uh, just keep it between us, man. Yeah. Nobody wants to know that. <laughs> Didn't they do it to you, too? Well, I'm not telling. <laughs> okay. Oh, I hate it. So about this time, you all see that Reginald, which is the old, mostly blind, mostly deaf bloodhound owned by Master, mm. has finally decided to wake up. He's all right, as dogs go. And he sort of makes his way over towards the two of you. And he says, Well, <laughs> there was a whole lot of noise upstairs. What happened? Wait, you can hear? Sometimes. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was a great hunter. Have I ever told you about that badger that got away? Oh my goodness, not... 9,000 times, no, absolutely. He would never have said this, ever. What happened? Raj, well, it looks like like one of them bugs got in here and stung Maid. Yeah, Maid would drop all this food. It was awesome, but then it wasn't. Have you all seen Master this morning? Mm, No, not, not yet. Nope. Why? We saw our naked cat friend. Or I did. Yeah, that thing isn't natural. Uh, I mean, (laughs) it does have to borrow fur. That does seem a little weird. (laughs) Well, let me know if Master shows up. Otherwise, I'll be sleeping. Yeah, what's new? And he goes back and he lays back down by the fire. What would you all like to do? I mean, we're still all, everyone's in the kitchen. Everybody's in the kitchen. You're eating naked chickens. I'm eating naked chickens. So she'll kind of like pad out, like licking her chops and settle down very prim and proper. Hey, Batkins. Long time no see. Yep. (laughs) You still running that uh, special group of yours? I don't know why I'm having such a plug right now, and I'm very sorry. Think of Scarlett O'Hara. This doesn't help me. I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. Think of Rogue from X Men. Think just of. Continue. <laughs> no, I'm I'm trying to do my um my. Oh, this is gonna be like this all night from Golden Girls. Oh, Rue McCallan. Yeah, yeah. 
What's her name? Blanche? <laughs> Thank you, Blanche Devereaux. Blanche, Blanche yeah. Devereaux. You mean the cataclysm? <laughs> yep. It's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of sounded like it was upstairs just now. Something was going on. Yeah, what was that all about? You were up there with the little two, two-footer. Had some, you know, missed time gone again. <laughs> it's okay. You could just abandon it. I think I might have to. Um. <laughs> just, just go with straight up street corner. The end is coming. New Yorker. You can do New York. Mm-hmm. You are New York. Just do New Yorker. <laughs> this is my regular ass voice. <laughs> just be your regular ass voice. Make it a little faster, a little slower. That's all you gotta do. And we'll know it's character voice. Devereaux. <laughs> Devereaux. Devereaux. That's my key phrase now. Well, you know, that's the only window I can get through. So sometimes you gotta dodge a toddler. That's that's neat and all in your whole cataclysm thing, but uh you see anything weird up there other than the spicy uh <laughs> wing thing? <laughs> this is just a reference totally lost on Nav. <laughs> he has no idea what you're doing. <laughs> nope. <What? laughs> it, it's because cats like to eat. It's meme speak. Sort of, yeah. Dogs too. Spicy sky like, raisin. It's like a fly. A fly raisin. is the sky raisin, and a wasp is a spicy. It's a spicy one. And this is this is a meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you okay. ever seen like pictures of dogs that have eaten a bee and their yeah. face is all swollen up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fine. They're just puffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the spicy sky raisin took them out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. Nope. Also on me completely. There we mm-hmm. go. Ah, uh, you're still eating them bugs, mate. Did you see all the wasted? Food came off the tray. Saw a bagel. Cream cheese. Yeah, I was, I was eating that too. Oh, you Y'all know it. there's chicken over there? Like, just hanging out, waiting? Well, I mean, I try not to go in here because Cook is scary. I mean, I already got bit by a corgi this morning, so. Oh, one of the four? Yeah, the small one. The four corgi of the cat apocalypse. <laughs> of the, the cataclysm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those guys. Yeah, I mean, me too. It's not so, not such a good morning, but. Mm. So as you're sitting there in the kitchen, you all see another one of these bugs crawling underneath the door from the outside. It's like zero in on it, laser. And coming into the room with all of the dirty dishes and tears running down her face, because Maid is her mother, is girl who's always nice to you as this bug makes its way into the kitchen. Ferris is going to pounce. All right. Cool. Let's have a scrap. A scrap. Uh-oh. Let's do it. Dun, dun, dun. So it's you versus the bug. Now my bug does have a violent way about it. So it is going to get one success. Ooh, two success. So you roll. Can, can I spend a life to get an... Uh, extra, what does that do for me? You spend a life, you get nine lives in this game, and if you spend a life, it will give you an extra D6 to roll. Let's do that. We're going to spend a life. It becomes a, a glory yep. option, but it, the Can I make that decision? more dire. Yeah. Can I make the decision after the first two rolled, or do I have to do it right now? I think we should do it before. I think it's only fair. All right, let's do it. I'm rolling three dice. Here we go. Okay. Uh, that is two successes. Nice. Okay. So... If we roll the same thing, mm-hmm. it ends up as a tie with spitting, noise, flying fur, and no other effects. 
So you leap for this bug, hissing, snarling, and the wasp quickly zips out of the way, making for Girl. Did we at least succeed in getting Girl's attention on it so she knows she's... I'll say that she's looking over, but I, I don't think she knows to look out for the wasp. Gadget also likes Girl because he gets treats and stuff from her, so he's going to attempt to attack the thing. Okay. As well. Do it. That is the double fail because Ooh. that is my life. <laughs> oh <Ooh>. no! <laughs> double six. Double sixes. <laughs> can, I, can I treat to uh, re-roll? Uh, re-roll? Yes. Yeah. Uh, seems like a good. Okay, double success. All okay. right. Whew. Cool. So at least we're. Except that I start out with one success, so it's still three successes oh, for boy. me, and I got double sixes, so oh. I get midnight. Oh, boy. The end is not. <laughs> <laughs> As you leap for this wasp, it already knows. It has seen you eat other wasps before. It knows your moves. And so it zips and it turns and it dashes. And what happens? You tell me. Gadget's going to think he's doing an excellent job at keeping it at bay. I don't think it's the wasp itself that hurts him. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the fact that he is he he's secretly trying to emulate Ferris and being a stunt cat. He's going to uh, jump through the air and try and dodge this thing, and he's just going to uh, slam smack into the rack of pans. Yes! <laughs> just making a huge amount of noise and hitting metal, and it's not, it's not going to feel good. Okay. Would what you about say, you? Would you say it makes a catcophony of Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Um, I, I think I think these puns are pandering now. Oh! <laughs> wow! Oh man, that took some serious skill. It, uh, <laughs> oh! Oh, that go. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so the do you two want to add anything to all of these uh, condiments? <laughs> yeah, flour. Yeah, oh flour. Yes. Yeah. That okay. Good hand. So you, you fly right into the, the baker's rack holding all of the skillets and pots and pans and the flour and the sugar, and there's a huge crash. And you lie there stunned, covered in flour and everything else. And then you hear, What are these cats doing in my kitchen? As Cook comes down with her rolling pin. What are you going to do? I mean, run away. Is yeah. Yep. Scamper. I'm gonna. I mean, scamper further into the house. Like not. Okay. Ferris is going to. Uh, Ferris is enthralled because the white flower everywhere reminds him of the special effects used in movies. <laughs> so he is going to attempt to grab paws full of flour and throw it in the eyes of Cook as Cook walks in. <gasps> All right. Well, you're a cat. Cat crobat. God, mm-hmm. that's a hard word. Mm. You're a cat crobat. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that you're. Good at this. Um, so why don't you give me an easy roll? Easy roll. Here we go. Which means we just need one success. Yeah. 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 So you leap up in the air and you fling the flower into Cook's face. And as she screams in pain as the flower hits her open eyes, the wasp stabs into her. And she falls to the ground, foam coming from her mouth. And girl screams. 
Oh no. Girl might think that Cat just did this. Uh, is, is the wasp uh, still active? It's still alive. Yeah, because she didn't fall on it. Mm. And they, but they usually die when they sting. So not wasps do. Wasps, wasps, wasps do not. don't. Wasps That's right. Wasps is wasp. Oh, brother. So it still has a stinger. Yes, it is still alive. What are you going to do? Girl is still in danger. Oh, there's a lot of human stuff in here. Is it possible that Batkins has seen a vision of wasps recently? Batkins, you definitely feel that something isn't right here. Okay. Something about this wasp is wrong. Mm. Would you like to try to use your... Yes. I would like to reach beyond the veil. <laughs> reach beyond the veil and manipulate this spirit of the wasp. Yeah, I want to know where it came from. Yeah, two successes. Yeah. All right, so as you reach out with your naked little paw <laughs> towards this terrifying wasp, yeah. one of your bouts of narcolepsy hits you and you fall instantly asleep. Oh, oh no. And no, it's good. you feel yourself... Embrace the narcolepsy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You are standing outside yourself in the world of dreams. You've been here many times, filled with visions. And you see beyond the wall, into the forest, on the outskirts of town. You move faster than it's possible to move. And you are underneath a giant tree with a huge hive. And standing over that hive on two spindly legs with large pincers and dark energy coming out from it is the most gigantic praying mantis you have ever seen, feeding its dark energy into the hive. Scores of wasps begin to pour out from the hive, splitting off between the village and the mansion. And you wake. What is he doing? (laughs) Am I too injured to the point where I wouldn't be able to like... No, you're just stunned. Okay. So you're okay. So I would like to attempt to try and get my bearings again and maybe use a spatula to smack it. Oh, okay, cool. So you know how to use human stuff. Mm -hmm. You are the right cat for the job. Mm -hmm. You know, let's just make it a normal roll or an easy roll because you're a two-footologist. While Gadget's doing that and Ferris sees Gadget going for the spatula, Ferris is going to take a running start as he sees a baking pan sitting on a bunch of flour on the floor. He's going to take a running leap, land on top of the baking pan, and try to slide directly at the wasp while Gadget is, is en route as well. Great. So let's get two easy rolls. Son of a... Do you have any treats left? No, I burned them all, and the other, I shouldn't have burned the other one because it was just going to be irrelevant anyway. That's okay. It's a normal roll, so you're not going to have any harm. So you go, you go um, flinging around the spatula. And then you remember you don't have thumbs. Yeah, and then you remember you don't have thumbs. Vital. And it goes flying. It gets cut on the edge of the counter and goes flying across the room with a dink against the wall. Dang it. How Go do ahead. Do that. Okay, here comes Ferris. Incoming cat. Ferris comes sliding on in on the baking pan. Oh, there's there's the, the one success I needed. And double success. Nice. So you come sliding in 
do some really cool parkour move off of the side of the counter. Parkour. I did one. No, parkour. <laughs> oh, parkour. Yes. Very good. There you are. Oh. I'm you, I picked my moment. And reach up, crushing this nasty wasp in your mouth. And now you understand why they're called spicy flying raisins. <laughs> Boy, this is a little bit of a delicacy. And girl looks at all of you and says, Oh my goodness. Did, did that cause this to pour mommy and to cook? Mistress, mistress! And goes running for help. Can we rendezvous with Batkins and, mm-hmm. and sort of... She didn't get very far out of the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, Batkins going to tell us what happened? Yes. Um, y'all, was that the bug? Yeah. Are, are we outside now? No, you're, you're in the, like the foyer. Yeah, I was thinking like a okay. receiving room or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Par- a parlor. Yeah. Um, well, I got some bad news. Even worse than usual news. Uh-oh. I mean, most news is bad because of the end of the... Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Listen, on the edge of town, in the forest, there's a lot more of these bugs. Like, a lot more. And there's also one really big bug. And I really didn't like the look of it. And I don't really understand what its relationship is with the smaller bugs. But either way, I think we gotta, you know, deal with it because I just saw like a swarm of them coming here and swarm of them going to the village. And if all those two footers die, like, I don't know what I'm gonna eat. After you finish eating them, at least. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, they keep for a little bit. That'd be enough for us to eat for a while. Yeah, but if they all go at the same time, we've got a finite window. Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. This is a real problem. We've We've got a lifestyle here that we need to protect. Yeah. Got your servants well trained. Mm-hmm. Well, two of them are dead now, so. Ooh. They're just sleeping with foam at their mouth. <laughs> so, so back ends, you have any idea how to get to this uh, nest? I mean, we can walk, I guess. I mean, we could ride a corgi, but it didn't really seem like that was an option this morning. So I don't know how long we have either. I mean, these visions are kind of fickle. So you'll hear the slamming of the front door and the hurried footsteps up the stairs and you realize that Doctor has arrived. Is anyone going to peek around the corner? Paris can't help himself. He's going to have to. Please find my happy place. So why don't you give me a normal challenge check? Got it. You roll six and a three. Full success. You look around the corner and you see Doctor heading upstairs with his large black bag. (laughs) Yes, and he bends down over Maid. And you see, with a certain amount of satisfaction at the irony, as he pulls out one of the metal sharp sticks and stabs her with it, pushing in some sort of liquid. And you see her breaths become more even. But that is also when you see a bug crawling out from the library door. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. The Keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Acheson was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. 
Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hext Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email us at hextpodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks, and remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under. <laughs>